G'day, punters. Welcome back to another huge edition of All In. We have a massive new market um, coming up down at Flemington and a cool more coming for you from Rose Hill. First of all, Lewis Willoughby, live from the sales in Melbourne. How are you? Yeah, good, Gano. Good, Dino. Yep, here at uh, English Sales, English Premier Sales. Checking out a few, putting my hand up for none. Uh, you guys don't pay me enough to do that kind of stuff, so uh, we'll see what we can do. But yeah, you're right. It was a big weekend, and, and we we push on through the autumn to um, some more Group Ones, the new market down the straight, the Coolmore back at Sydney. So it's going to be big. And Dean Watling from the Barrier Attendant, mate. Uh, how was your weekend? Being down in Melbourne, partying hard, I hear. It's been a good weekend. Was at the races at Flemington, which was outstanding on Saturday. Sydney and Melbourne were great. We got plenty of horses to follow. Af Cabin, Jack and I both went under, but. We're back again. The Coolmore looks a spectacle as it always is. And um, up in Sydney, oh, sorry, down in Melbourne, the new market as well looks um, a really, really good race. What a weekend it was, lads. So we had Artorias. Oh, wow. Gee, I got that wrong. What an enormous mm, win that was um, over the Kiwi Imperatries who look like at the 100, at the 50, probably even the 25 that you'd be in the queue ready to go, collecting yep. your coin. But, wow, we, Zach Purton, he's a freak. Two Group 1 winners um, even got managed to get communist home. So that'll do me. And the Kiwi that we probably went flew under our radar, Legato down at the Australian Guineas, was enormous. So that was a really, really great uh, weekend of racing. And I just can't wait for this weekend, boys. Before you do move on to that, Lewis, you've got a ride of the week for us. Yeah, well, it's going to go to Zach for either of his two Group 1 wins, let's be honest. He was... He, he, you know, he kind of put himself under pressure coming out here because he was, you know, talked a big game. Oh, you know, J Mac come to Hong Kong and you know all that kind of stuff. So then to come back um, and and produce two pearls in 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 Group One races in Sydney uh, was outstanding. Artorias, it was funny when Osipenko got scratched and that was my best all in play. And then Imperatrice hits the front and I just went, oh, I knew I should have made this the best. Fifty to go, twenty five to go. I just ah, oh, like what oh, how. How stupid am I to make this the best? And just bombs at Artorias uh, in the last few strides. So that was big. Oh. So it's got to go to Zach. He, he's torn it up on the weekend. Dominant. Absolutely dominant. My heart just sunk. Dean Watling, a mm. um, couple of horses to follow from uh, down in Melbourne, I believe. Yeah, just a different one this week. We, we normally try to black book or follow horses who sort of either run into the placings or look for flashing light. But... Out of the English Splint at Flemington, fellas, a horse by the name of Bendede, I think is the pronunciation. Um, she has absolutely destroyed them in that race by about five lengths. Uh, the race is rated absolutely through the roof. I think she's a group one horse in the making. It looked like a very open field leading into it. I think it was six dollars a field, but coming out of it, I think Clarity is a lot better. So I think we can put her mm. in the black book out of race six there at Flemington. You know, I think that was a race yeah. that overpass may have came out of last year as well and then turned up big time. Um throughout the, its preparation in the spring. So, yeah, it's always been a good... Shaping them. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, Opal Ridge was scratched um, on race day, so obviously he didn't go around, but um, I don't think it would have mattered. I think he would have ran second um, to this girl. She was phenomenal. Yeah. Righto, boys. I'm going to kick off here with a Coolmore um, over 1,500 metres at Rose Hill. It is scorching up here, lads. I know you're in Melbourne, but it is proper 39 degrees out west today, and I think we're going to have hot and sunny days until then. So they'll be pouring the irrigation on, but there's a big risk this track. Get down to meters Rose Hill. Uh, this Rose Hill track on a dry deck will be leaderish, so keep that in mind. We've got Anavisto is four dollars, Zoo Gotcha five fifty, Fangirl six dollars, and Sunshine in Paris horse. I didn't mind around the eleven dollar mark. Louis, you want to kick us off there with your thoughts on the Cornwall? 
Yeah, so Kilmore Classic, 1500, um, back to Rose Hill. Uh, if you're looking for some form lines to look through in, in terms of history, Millie Fox and the guy Walter, uh, a lot of the previous winners have come through those two races. So Heavens Above back in 2017, Daisy Doom won the Millie Fox, Dixie Blossoms ran second in a guy Walter. Uh, Crone two years ago won a guy Walter. So they're the kind of um, races you can you can kind of do your form off for this. It's a good one. I'm going to lean to Zugotcha, and I think probably best for me to let Dino explain that one further. I won't do it any justice. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I didn't have a strong opinion early on the race, probably leaning to, to Zugotcha on that second line, to be fair. Dino? Yeah, outstanding contest, and you did mention Zugotcha. I thought she was phenomenal first start. 1,400 metres obviously had that setback, but she was probably the one out of that run that um, probably had the most progression. And I ran into some Charlie Duckworth last night at a venue who gave us a big tip for her in this race. So I really like her, Louis. I agree with you too. I think the top two in the market have been really well found, but at the same time, they're the two chances. The only knock on Anavisto is that dominant first up win. They can often regress off that. Um, that looked like a, a proper first up, really fresh type of setup. But um. Obviously, three weeks between runs suits really well. So I think they're going to play out the market, and I'm happy to back both of those odds. I don't think anything else can to beat them. They can and both stay up on speed. So, from a from a putting perspective as well, Dino, to declare Anavisto first up, better the autumn to now butter up second. You know, it's a, it's a risky yeah. one, isn't it? it? I'd have to be surely. Yes, exactly. Hopefully, a few listeners out there got on the the twenty nine dollars that we tipped up on the show to to back in the Cornwall. But it is a little bit like that, um, but. She's come back better, no doubt. Um, yeah. But it's just, you just don't know. You just love to be in the camp and just know how she's come through that run. Mm. Has she gone on again, et cetera, et cetera. It's a big risk, isn't it, lads? The end of this, so second up. I tell you what, I do have a question, though. Sunshine in Paris, $11. She would have won by further if she got out. And we got her second up, Wallace Stable. I know Charlie's giving you the push there on the two-week backup. There has to be risk there. If we're talking all in plays, I can't see how you don't have take some of the eleven dollars sunshine in Paris. I, I get the the mm-hmm. bit of a map query there, but she has actually landed more forward than um, than what we've seen in the past in recent runs. I think eleven dollars is a great price, and I think if you're all in betting, that's the horse that's going to shorten. That's the horse you want to be on. But Fangirl, all of a sudden, yeah, no animo here. Come on, please. What's doing? Yeah, I, but it just just because you take one horse out of the race doesn't mean they just turn around and win. You're still running how you're running. I get it, I get it. But um, if yeah, I guess if you're looking at it and you're looking for the form line, Animo probably is the form line that you'd follow into any Group One race, right? All right. That, yeah, <laughs> just yeah, he, yeah, he's all, he's alright. He's not bad. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I just it could be overhyped that though because just because he's not there doesn't mean that that um, she'd come out and, and blitz them, you know. Yeah, right, boys. I'm gonna. Um, I'll go first. Sunshine in Paris. My call more tip, Dino. Uh, my tip is Zugotcha. Louis. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Duckworth male Zugotcha. That that sounds genuine too. I saw him in a bar at the casino in the pub at the. You know, that's 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 a, my friend's trainer's dog's son kind of tip. Surely. <laughs> by the look of it, by the look of Dino this morning, I'd suggest to you that he was definitely in a bar somewhere. <laughs> All right, boys, let's move on to the new market. I tell you what, this is the race yep. of the year so far. I don't think I've seen a horse race that lines up better than this. This is absolutely mouth-watering. And before, Louis, you get to some stats and some, um, some figures and even some odds there. 
Uh, I'm just going to read out some some horses here that I just think, wow. And I've got some yeah. questions for you boys, which we'll touch on, because we've got a bit of time to touch on this. But we've got I Wish I Win, you've got Baller, you've got Bella Nipatina, um, and, and a couple of others coming through, bonus notches coming through the Black Caviar Lightning um, Stakes form line. And then you've got horses like In Secret and then, uh, coming through Sydney, and then you've got Mazu and Private Eye first up, just to name a few. Real, real... <sighs> Throwing up in the air and see where that land sort of stuff here, isn't it? Because there's different form lines everywhere. Louis, give us some background as to how we're going to win this race, what profile, and then some odds. Yeah, so last seven years, um, it's funny if you if you compare form lines. Let's take the Lightning and the Oakley. Um, you'd think perhaps maybe that the Lightning would be the one, but only two of the last seven have come through the Lightning, and that was uh, who was that? Sunlight and Red Curve Warriors second win. Red Curve Warriors first win back in 2017 was first up. The Oakley Plate, you've got Zutori, Bivouac, and the quarterback batting back in 2016. Now, it's interesting to note that um, those three runners, Zutori, Bivouac, and, and the quarterback, actually finished midfield or a bit down the track in an Oakley. So you don't necessarily have to be up there, but it's it's 3v2 in terms of recent winners to the Oakley um, versing the Lightning. And I'll touch on my selection in a second. That's kind of the way I'm heading. I wish I wins the favourite, understandably so. 280, in secret at 450, private right at 5, Buenos Notches at $9. Mazu, 11, first in double figures with Lofty Strike at 13. I end on Lofty Strike because that's who I am really keen on here at 13 bucks. I think it's a huge bet. Comes through the Oakley. Uh, that we, we were talking about that at the time as being perhaps the, the race of the autumn. Mm. So uh, <laughs> to back up here in another huge race, it makes a bit of sense. I think uh, it, for my, in my personal opinion, I think it, it was the run of the race. Yeah. Uh, it came from 13th uh, at the 600 to finish really not far off them. Uh, they went quick, ran huge sectionals home. So it's chasing a hot speed and running, meeting fast sectionals in a group one. I think it's de- it's destined to win a, a race at the top level. They're very open and public in saying that they're going here. I think it's a huge chance. Obviously, it's racing pack kills it, but at $13, I can't see how it doesn't start shorter based off what it did last start. It's ready to strike. And yeah, look, I wish I win. You know, off, off what it did in the Lightning is, is obviously the one to beat. But um, at 280, I'd rather leave that alone. And if it wins, you go, well, that was good. But 13 bucks for Lofty Strike, that's that's gotten me all over it. Yeah. Hey, well, it is a very, very intriguing race. And the prices are, are interesting, right? Because I wish I win was absolutely dynamic. Like, so, so, so good. And I, I had it marked as a Doncaster horse. Then you hear that this is the this is the target. So you can't you can't mm. doubt them. Dino, what are your thoughts on this race? Yeah, I love the angle Louis makes there. I think you can tie in Lofty Strike within secret for the Coolmore in the spring. So I think Lofty Strike's come back probably two or three lengths better than that. And I don't know if in secret's come yeah. back quite as much as the Martin. So you can make a really good case of the odds. I think the market's got a bang on. I can't get away from I wish I win. I agree it's too short in the market now to back. But I just think that run mm. first up, you don't often see that um, break 10 seconds. In your last three splits, over a thousand meters first up, um, you come from a long way back in that race. Um, Peter Moody's flying. I just think it's really hard to beat. The big, big watch for me is in circuit back to twelve hundred meters. I love that profile. I don't think she ran that fourteen hundred meters out last start. Um, so, and she's obviously a winner in the Coolmore down the straight. So, really good profile. But we thought the Oakley Plate was the race of the autumn. This could dead set be the race of the year with <clears> the, <throat> the names there. So, 
Outstanding, right? Absolutely phenomenal. I, I just cannot wait. Dino, I've got a few questions for you. So, Mazu, first up, um, two from four, the Forgotten Horse. No one's really mentioned it. Mm. Um, had a jump, a three horse jump out behind Snapper and Buffalo River, then not exactly up to this level, but did win that jump out um, and then had a trial in Sydney. How do you think Mazu is going? And is there a chance Mazu uh, lines up here and, and measures up? Sorry. Yeah, for sure. I think. I love his racing padding for these setups in the um, down the straight. I think you always reference to the straight and think, oh, you can get a horse that's a back marker. But the horses that sit sort of just on midfield and they build into the race, they don't need a turn of foot because often they run pretty slow early and then they just keep building. So he's definitely a forgotten horse. Dry track's beautiful for him. Good, uh, Snowden's outstanding first up. Um, I think he's a really big chance. Um, and you think about it, you, you referenced the best sprint race of the year last year was the Everest, and he's not far away yeah. in that. So I think that's forgotten here, and he's definitely over the odds. Louis, um, it's funny you mentioned, just quickly, funny you mentioned the Everest, because when he ran in the Everest, I was like, oh, I think he's a sneaky top four or five hope, and he ran really well. And I said at mm. the end of that, when that preparation came to an end, Jack can't wait to see this horse next preparation. I think he's only going to get better. So it's probably remiss of me not to mention him at $11. I can't agree anymore. I, I think he... Definitely can can run a big race if he's come on from last pre, uh, last prep yeah. where he did make an Everest. Um, yeah, I'm really really keen to see what he can pull out this preparation. Lou, just one for the punters out here because obviously we're just going to cover this race in a bit more depth here. Rock and horse comes to the Oakley Plate. Yep, horse. and horse won this race last year. Mm. Run won, won this race last year, so trying to do a Red Coop Warrior and win it back to back. It's a straight track start, twenty one dollars. Mm. I thought, um, look. A lot of the comment out of the Oakley was, oh, get it back down the straight. To be fair, and although that might be true, the run maybe was a touch under par to then line up in this field and, and be winning. Um, just because you get back down the straight doesn't mean that you had a setback as well, right? Was- yeah, look, it's, yeah, I think I have to respect previous winner. $21 is a good price, but I would be happy to, I would, okay, 21 bucks. I'm um, not sure if they go there, but like a Star Patrol or even an Asfura at $17 who yeah. we potted a bit in the Oakley Plate and, and to be honest, ran really, really yeah, well. Um, so, yeah, I'd be I'd probably more around them, to be fair. Love it, lads. And last one, I'll go to you, Dino, before I give you my thoughts. Private Eye, first up, last time out, beat Rocket Horse, beat Baller in the Gilgai over 1,200 and probably we, you know, we, we liked what we saw but went on to bigger and better things throughout the prep. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, he's a phenomenal horse. And I really hope they do keep him to the shorter trips this time in. I think we saw that last preparation, how electric he was first up and then in the Everest. Um, and then he's, he's win. Then he went down to Melbourne and, and ran over the 1,600 metres and was flat. So he's another sneaky one. It's just probably a credit to the race that you could dead set make a case for so many of these. But you can't, he's you, another you one. You can't talk anyone out no. of it, can you? No, no, <laughs> and it's interesting. I went couldn't. back and watched privatised trials. And if you're a trial perv like Dino, you know this. But Joe Price horses, when they're flying, they jump a leap. Like they jump in their first 100 metres. Mm. It's fantastic. And, and Private Eye just got like mm. in its last trial, ready to go. And don't worry about what the what the numbers tell you in, in regards to what it finished, who it finished behind. The horse is flying, ready to go. I, I think it's great, guys. And I'm going to go, interestingly enough, and this is no surprise, I'm going with bonus numbers. I think 50 and a half, 50 kilos odd down there, $9. Mm. 
I, I just think that this is the horse we want to be on. Um, if we go back to the last start in the Black Caviar, Lightning Stakes, I thought 1,000 metres was going to be a bit too short. 1,200 is what it needed. Gets it today. I sort of touched on Bellini Patina as well. Obviously, it was a good run. We haven't talked um, on her yet, but she probably had the, the PRs. Probably perfect run of the race, but like, just sat behind Paul and So, really great race. Cannot wait to see it. Um, it's going to be enormous, boys. I'm with Bonus Nachos. Dino, who you got? I'm with I Wish I Win. Louis? Yeah, I'm going to uh, go with, where's it gone? Lofty Strike, sorry. Outstanding. All right, boys. So the best all-in play of the week, win, place, each way. Uh, I'm going to kick off. I'm just going to say the best all-in is Sunshine in Paris. The place around the $3.30 mark. I think that's the best all-in play you can have this week. Dino? Yeah, my best all-in play is in the Coolmore. I think Zoo Gotcha will get the money. I think it's around the right price. Um, expect her to land up on speed and be mighty hard to beat, Louis. Yep, well, I am three from three with my all-in plays. Of course, with Osipenko being scratched, that was money back into the account. Green. So if you're having a strip out, you would have got money back because it was scratched. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go each way each way on Lofty Strike. I have to stick to my guns here. I think $13 is a massive price. I'm a big, big fan of the horse. I think it deserves a group one. Racing pattern is tough. It's going to need a lot of luck, but um, hopefully it draws the right side of the track and I think with a good ride, it, it can be very, very, very competitive, even amongst these top-level horses. I didn't realise the Green Company gave you your money back if you lost on it all in bet, Louis. Um, all right, boys. <laughs> I thought I'd get in there before the viewers did because you're copper hardy for that. Best midweek um, bets. I'm going to go to Tari on a on a, uh, on a a Tuesday. Race to La Veza Vise. Is that how we're pronouncing it, Lou? No, Vesuvius, like Mount Vesuvius. Oh, my God. La Vesuvius. And I've just kind of made it up myself because you did tell me that three times. La Vesuvius, race two, number three. Don't <laughs> laugh, Dino. There's no one worse than you at pronouncing names. You're getting $3.60. You're getting $3.60 and I get the horse to get the job done. Dean, give the comedy a rest and give the punters a winner, son. What do you got for us? <laughs> Straight to the jugular. Uh, my bets, yeah. all in midweek bet. Uh, Ranwick Kensington, race three, and number four, Captain Amelia. First starter for the O'Shea camp. J-Max sticks, barrier six. I love the Kenzo track. It's probably my favourite Sydney. So race three, number six at Ranwick Kensington. Louis? Do you have off the top of your head a J-Mac O'Shea first up stat, Dino? Because I know you're big on that. Um, I don't, but I have a really good stat, and, and you know it too, with uh, John O'Shea horses, once they draw an inside barrier six, um, they're a lot more profitable rather than barrier six and out. So um, he draws right on gate six, or she does. So um, I'll get that stat, though. I'll post it in the comments on the on the YouTube video. There you go, punters. Not only is he tipping in the winners, he gives you all the data around it as well. Louis, best oh. for the midweek? We should be paying him. Uh, well, I haven't got anything for Melbourne yet Wednesday. The fields haven't been released. So I'm going to take you way out wide to Strathalbyn. Oh, Race three at Strathalbyn. The top weight, Arwen, for the Will Clarkin and then Nicky O'Shea camp. Oh. It's third up. It's had two second placings this preparation. Draws barrier seven. Todd Panel gets the board. Finds a, what looks on paper at this stage anyway without doing the form of a pretty winnable race. Um, and I, I like following their stable with confidence. So that'll be me, race three, one at Strat. So, planners, if I just um, work through the weeds for you there, Louis copped a tip from the yeah. Clark stable on the horses. <laughs> <there, Lord. laughs> <laughs> All right, lads. It's been an absolute um, pleasure. 
Thank you very much, Dino. You get back to bed, Louie. You go buy some horses for us. Can do. Thank you, fellas. Good night.